0: I don't see how you could be there for somebody if you're not there for yourself. And do you want your kids to grow up and have these same struggles? Or do you wanna model behavior that you want them to see? I'm not gonna ever quit because I don't want my kids to ever quit. And 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 quite frankly, I deserve it too. And I don't think, I think we need to be okay with saying that we deserve it too because it, we, it's not selfish to say that. And we are made to t- believe that it's selfish to say, I'm worthy too.
1: Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for listening in today to the Confident Mompreneur podcast, the podcast by real women for real women, where we talk about real life difficulties and triumphs as women, moms, business owners, and more. Thanks so much for being a part of our Confident Tribe. Let's get into it. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Do you want to start out by telling us a little bit about you, who you are, your family, what you do, all of the good things? Sure.
0: Okay, so my name is Devaney Collins. Um, I live in a little town in Wyoming. Um, I have six kiddos, three olders, three like high school age and three littles. Um, I stay at home with them, but then on the side, I have like a fitness business that I do on the side It's fitness and nutrition based and then I also teach the um, Catholic school super part time very, very part time. So I think
1: that's about it. Like, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. What are you mom. <laughs> Basically, that's okay. Yeah, We love that. Um, so I mean, one of the big reasons that I reached out to you is like, I have followed you for, I don't know, a couple of years, probably at this point. And you're always posting amazing, like, you know, n- nutrition, but also workouts and just like overall confidence building as a mom. And obviously like, I'm very into that too. So it attracted me to you. Um, So tell me a little bit more about like why you got into kind of that nutrition and fitness side of things?
0: So I have, I was in back all the way, go back to high school. I've been an athlete just my whole life, but um, I don't know. I, I never, it was just kind of like a natural thing. So I naturally, after I had kids, I was like, of course I'm going to still keep working out. Um, but the more kids you have, the harder it is to actually continue to do that, you know? And so I had the double stroller and that was perfect. And then I even had the double stroller and, and a little one running beside me on his bike and that worked. And then I ended up, um, getting divorced and just kind of started to backpedal with health and wellness, um, you know, we both had issues with drinking. I'm very open and honest about that, that um, I just drank too much maybe to numb my pain. I think a lot of moms do that. I think, you know, we're, we live in a mommy needs wine culture and um, to each their own. And if you can handle it, that's great. But I, I didn't handle it well. So I started making bad choices, stopped working out, um, just didn't eat, then all of a sudden, you're not eating the right foods. And I just wasn't, I felt like, Actually at that point, I didn't even realize it. I met my husband now, um, while I, I was just getting through everything and I thought I was doing fine. It's like, Oh, okay. This is just my new life. I'm doing fine. Um, I've been divorced for a little while. My met my new husband back then. Um, at my kids swim team. He was a coach. And I remember I'll never forget one day I was talking about how fit I was or how I was a runner or how I was healthy and he made the comment. He's like, I've never seen you work out ever. This is after we started dating. Um, And I'm like, well, I'm super healthy. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I know you love ranch dressing and French fries. So that's all I know. I've never seen you work out. And I was kind of like, huh. I mean that kind of stunks, like you know you're like no in the, the best parts of you you think they're always there mm-hmm. um and, and being healthy is important to me because i want my kids to be healthy and i want to be around because if when you have kids my oldest is 18 my youngest is four i'm gonna be a grandma forever one day you know like i'm gonna be old when some of my kids are grandkids are young and I, that's weird to even say, but I want to be around. I don't want to be just sitting on a couch and the person that no one wants to be, they're like, Oh, she's like the old lady. You know, I want to be healthy and present in their life. Um, and so that was kind of an eye opener back then. And then, and so it took me a while to realize I had an issue with drinking, a pretty bad one. And so it took me a while to, to really hit bottom and realize how bad it was. But when I did, um, I, I put fitness back in the mix. Uh, I think it was after, so I could go. Um, this is turning into a way different podcast than what you just asked, but I could go and have babies and nurse and be fine in between, and then you have those little breaks, and then you're bad again. And I always had someone home. It's not like you know you're running around town or anything. It was just the end of the night things. And so after, you no, know, while I was pregnant with my sixth baby in 2019, I had a friend who was posting videos about their workouts at home and she was everything I remembered being, everything I told my husband that I was, because now we're married at this point. I have three more kids. Um, Fast forward many years later. And and I just, I was like, gosh, that's who I was. So what's missing? And I would try to get out and run and that didn't really work so well. And so I, I just kind of watched Online started stalking people <laughs> that ha- that seemed happy. Honestly, that seemed happy, and they all had a common the the commonality between all of them is that their nutrition was on track. For one, I mean, and I'm not saying you can't have desserts. I love dessert, but but overall, they were living a healthy lifestyle. They were. They were working out, moving their body in whatever, whatever way that meant. They were eating healthy. They were prioritizing sleep and water. And I was doing the opposite. I was living on energy drinks. I was not sleeping, like staying up late, trying to clean, um, waking up, feeling groggy. So I kind of just jumped into it at that point. And it was very short into it that I was like, I want to pass this on. Because within months, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I felt myself back. And I realized I was kind of depressed at that point and didn't realize it. Um, and I just felt amazing again. It was like, wow, I want to continue to help other women feel this way because I just I kind of thought that that was it, you know, mom life like changed and that that was it. And I was just due to feel sluggish and tired and not the best anymore. So when I realized it wasn't, it was like, okay, now I need to, I need to pass this on. I need to, I don't want my daughter to grow up and think that's it. That's sad. We're young. We're too young to feel like, that's it, you know, we're just a mom, and I don't want to say that, because being a mom is the best gift in the world, but
1: how can we take care of our families if we're not healthy ourselves? Yeah, agreed. Well, and I think it's interesting, like, if you look at some of the most successful people out there, you know, whether that's, like, CEOs, or just people who are generally happy, it's typically because they're, taking care of themselves and their bodies and their minds first. And then right. everything else comes secondary to that. Um, but I do think that there's like this a feeling of like, you have to be perfect at everything right away when you start. And I know that's not the case for me. It's not the case for most people. So what kind of tips or tricks or you know, words of encouragement you have for maybe that mom who has been stuck, you know, in that kind of groggy, gross feeling for a while, hasn't been prioritizing this. Like, how do they step into it and do it in a way that is actually going to stick too? Because that's another problem that, you know, we always run into. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to do all the right things. We start doing it and then it slowly peters out until we're back in the same place that we were before we started.
0: Yeah. Like new year's resolution type thing. Um, I would say to start with one thing at a time, like one simple, small thing, maybe you can go take a walk with your kids and just realize that you missed the fresh air and start small. I think people, um, I forever was an all or nothing type person and that's going to cause you to crash and burn um, same with fitness, you know, fad diets don't work because they're fad diets. You, you know, it's, it's gotta be consistency and lifelong. It's a lifestyle, not this diet trend or this, um, you know, right now I'm promoting a 21 day workout group, but it doesn't end at 21 days. And I think that's what's mis- misleading to mean, not miss misunderstood. It's like, well, I did this for 21 days and now I can be done, but you need to find a way that, you continue to do these things and then if you have a setback you you just pick yourself up and keep going you know it's not the end of the world if your my family was in town for spring break and i didn't work out any of those days and i don't beat myself up about it and feel like oh my gosh i ate pizza two at least two or three of the days and now i gotta go run for six hours it's not you know that doesn't work that's that's mm-hmm. the opposite of self-love that's not that's hating yourself it's it's hating your own body and I feel like if you can look at food and realize that it's fueling you, it's so much different than it than it's the enemy. So I think it's just those tiny baby steps, you know, realizing that it's going to consistency is going to trump intensity every single time. Um, And my biggest thing would be go find a buddy to do it with you accountability is just absolutely key whether whether your buddy is a personal trainer maybe your buddy is a personal trainer that's a buddy maybe it's your best friend maybe it's maybe they're not doing it with you but you tell your mom your significant other your sister I want to be held accountable in this and yes you have to do it yourself but I love I am like huge on trackers I like to track each day off and say hey my goal today was um, this month my goal is I want to work out I mean, this isn't true. Well, it is with my workout program right now. It's five days a week. And so you check those five days off and it feels good to do it. And Saturday and Sunday don't matter. You know, like if you want to go for a walk, great. And I find that then I want to, it's like, what am I going to do today? But it's not because I feel like I ate something I shouldn't. It's because I want to go move my body. Because, you know, you get those endorphin rushes. So, oh, yeah,
1: well, it's just patience. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think you hit on a couple of really good things there. Um for me I get like super self-conscious when I'm like with other people like working out yeah. and stuff so I don't really like um maybe like a group fitness setting I would rather just like be on my own but I still like was able to hold myself accountable one of the things that I did was I would just take a snapchat picture of myself at the gym every day and posted on my story. And that was like me holding myself accountable. Like every day I wanna make sure that like, there's this, you know, picture evidence of me going and doing what I needed to do that day. So that was one of the ways that I like kept myself accountable. Um, You also brought up doing it because you love yourself and not because you hate yourself. And I think that's huge because I feel like so many people set out on a fitness journey because they're like oh my gosh I hate my body I need to lose weight I need to this that and the other I hate this I hate that and that's why they go into it and if you go in with that mindset you're not going to enjoy it it's not going to become something that is good for you mentally either so I think to put a different mindset on it. Like this is something I get to do for myself every day. This is my 30 minutes, you know, mental break from my kids, from my work, from everything else. This is my me time. And I get to feel good. I get to have that endorphin rush. You know, I get to have that mental clarity that comes from it rather than coming from a place of hate. Right. Exactly. And I do think
0: it's also important for people to remember that you might not like it every day. You might not like it. And in in the beginning, like especially those first few days, it's kind of exciting, but it's hard. And after the excitement wears off, you might not love it, but just know you're doing it because you love yourself. You might not, and you learn to love it, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people are like, well, I'm not ever gonna love fitness, but you might love how you feel. And so I think we're all so quick to try new things. And when they don't work, they we quit, you know? And so, so many people are like, I have tried everything. I've tried everything. This is what, I heard this quote the other day, and it's like, I've tried everything. And then the other person said, well, have you tried not quitting on yourself yet? Because that's, you can go to the next fad, but if you quit that, it's not going
1: to work either. So it's just a matter of same thing. line. I feel like you need to find what works best for you too. So like for mm-hmm. me, obviously I said, I don't do well in group environments. Um, so I do solo like weightlifting and that's what I do but it could be running it could be those spin classes it could be you know at home workouts it could be so many different things but you're not going to know what works best for you until you try it
0: and i think that is important too because you're not going to like them all i mean i'm the same way with you i don't want to go to a group fitness class i which is kind of funny cuz i'll post things about like when i get together with the girls that i work out virtually with that's fun. But I don't want to do that every day. And I know them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not going to call my friends here in town and say, let's work out together. And some of them love that. And we're all doing the same things together. We check in, we have our own accountability group on Facebook. And then we have a thread like a chat thread. I'm good checking in those ways. It's kind of like you said, with your stories, that's how I started too, and that's when someone's like, do you know, you're you're doing the work to be a fitness? um, So you're not a coach. It's like, they used to call a coach, but it's, you're just trying to inspire other people to live a healthy life, you know? And so I don't know where I was going with that, but (laughs) it's just, we all do like, Oh, we like our own things. You know, I would hate to get, to have to go be in the middle of everyone. And that's actually why I don't work out in the gym either, because I felt like self-conscious. I didn't want people watching me. I think I'd be fine now. Mm -hmm. But I realized how, what place I was in when I first started was a very weird place for me. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to get in the gym and have people judge them. And that's where a home fitness program might, might be a good
1: choice for that more walking, simply walking outside. Mm -hmm. So, and I do think it's one of those things that, um, a lot of people are like, you know, do have that self-consciousness or they're. You know, worried that they don't know where to start or how to start or whatever. And that's why, like, it's so beneficial to reach out to other people who are doing what you want to be doing, whether that's a, you know, online fitness person like you, or, you know, if you're going to a gym. Honestly, I've found that if you walk up to like, you know, some of the strongest people in the gym and ask them for help on something, they are so kind and so willing to come and show you how to do it. And like, they're so excited by that. And also 90% of the people that are, you know, in the gym working out with you are paying way more attention to themselves than they are to you. (laughs) And I think that's what
0: people forget. We are people that by nature, we are um, very you know, we're going to worry about ourselves. That's what we're built to do. Um, and so we're all walking around thinking everyone's w- watching us, but really they're looking at themselves. And, and my son is a big in the gym world. He's a big, he's, he's 18. He's big in the gym world. And he said that he loves it when someone will come up to him and ask him about something. He's like, I there again, he loves paying it forward. And so he said that remember the other day, there's some ladies and they're doing something and they, they said, Hey, do you mind, you know, we don't know how about this. And he's like, you know, I took five minutes out of my day and showed somebody else something. He's like, it felt so good. And so he's actually going to college next year and he's, he's thinking about what he wants to go into, which is engineering. But he's like, I kind of, you know, at the same point would love to be able on the side, help people with fitness. Cause that's his thing too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just feels good to help other people. So I think if you ask, you won't be a burden. You're just, they probably will feel good.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. And then you, you talked a little bit about like the diet side of things. And I say diet in quotations. um, I don't believe in diets. I believe in just like making healthier choices with things for somebody who's trying to like, you know, build that into their systems too. What are some tips that you have for just creating more, um, healthy viewpoints and being able to do a healthier diet when you have kids. And let's be honest, kids are like, you know, I want mac and cheese and <laughs> chicken nuggets for every single meal. How do you build that into your life?
0: So, okay. I'll, I'll touch first on the kid part. Um, Cause there are definitely days when my kids are getting the chicken nugget, the dino nuggets, because it's easy And it's not going to kill them. And they love it. Most of the time I try to feed them healthy, but you know what? It happens. So what I like to do on Sundays is grill about eight chicken breasts and then chop them up and put them in my fridge. So I have chicken just sitting in my fridge that I could throw into anything throughout the week. Um, I used to just use like instant brown rice, but I've also been using my Instapot and doing beans and rice. um, just because now I've like gotten into the budgeting world and it it seems fun. So I'm like, how can I make this the cheapest way possible and still be healthy? So I'll do the three of them. I'll have like beans, rice, and chicken in my fridge ready. So if, if there is a day where it gets like that and everybody else is having that, I can pull that out. Now, the funny thing is my 18 year old will also pull that out. My husband will most of the time pull that out. Sometimes he goes for the chicken nuggets too. Mm -hmm. Um, My 14 year old is now being like, mom, I need more chicken and rice and what, you know, I need, I wonder about this veggie or, so I just have it on hand prepped ahead of time. I don't meal prep and make, you know, these beautiful meals in little things ahead of, I just batch prep some extra food to have on hand because things are going to happen. I really do feel like if you don't plan, you may as well plan to fail because things are gonna come up and you're gonna grab the Doritos in there because they're gonna look delicious. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge thing. Um, I also would say get the junk out of your house. Like do not hold on to excess candy and chips. If there's something you know that you can't control yourself with, I have a few things like that that once I start, i I can't stop eating them. And so I just don't bring them in the house, especially like, Speaking of budgeting, you know, it's like, well, it's cheaper to get them in a big bag, but are you going to eat the whole bag or should you just get the single serving size for a treat and have them be treats? So I think treats should be treats. Um, Prioritize water, prioritize fruits and veggies. And, you know, at the very beginning, I love vegetables now, I love them, but in the beginning, I remember having to douse my cooked broccoli in cheese because it's the only way I could eat it in ranch. And slowly I've backed off and now I like broccoli plain, but you know, like if there's a way you can get your veggies in, do it and then try to pull back from that, you know, Mm -hmm. and portion control, like is huge. We all overeat. It's just really, really easy to overeat. So if you kind of read about that, you can,
1: you can look that up anywhere, you know, what's the proper portions. So as Americans we love to overeat because you know every serving size if you go to a restaurant is like you know four times the size that you actually need of things one of the things helped me too is like hidden protein in things because I'm seeing I need a lot of extra protein so it's like you know, I'll make oatmeal in the morning and add a scoop of my vanilla protein in there. I saw that. I saw that. Me too. <laughs> or I'll do like this morning, I had um my triple zero yogurt mm-hmm. um, with some homemade granola that has like, you know, some pepitas and stuff in it for some extra protein and then some bananas and stuff on top of it. Um And then a little bit of protein powder in there. And it's like, you know, I just do that in everything. I'll make you know, some homemade ice cream that's protein based ice cream. Um, It's like, that's one of the big things for me is like having that protein, but not feeling like I have to eat like four chicken Chicken breasts in order (laughs) to get them that protein.
0: Yes, that is true. I, you know, so I I'm good with my protein. I actually overeat it, but I was really bad with healthy fats. Well, not cheese. I could eat cheese I'm going to get in, but, or avocado, but like your teaspoons, it's important to get your olive, olive oil in. And I was terrified of things like that um, because we did live in, we do live in such a diet culture that everything's supposed to be light, low fat. Mm-hmm. And some of the times you need some some oil, you need something healthy that, that chia, I put chia seeds in every day in my smoothie because I don't eat fish. And I know that that's an important omega that I need. Mm-hmm. Um, and there there's a high fat content, but guess what? After I just trusted the process, I really researched it. I was like, I'm going to trust this. And I was terrified because I was on such a, um, everything has to be light mindset. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know if I can eat this. This is fat. And now if I'm looking through my day, I kind of track my, I, I track containers. when I start to fall off track, I'll go back and go back to my, my basics and, um,
1: that's
0: cool. When I go back, I'm like, gosh, I don't have enough of something. I'll honestly, throw a coconut oil in a smoothie and you don't even notice it mm-hmm. just because sometimes you need that and it's not healthy to live on vegetables, just like it's not. I mean, only, yes, you can be vegan, but vegan people who are vegan really work hard at getting their proteins in. They're not just eating lettuce. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a misconception or people feel like salad is so healthy, which it is. But when you're getting triple the size you need and your salad is lettuce with ranch dressing, you're actually doing yourself a disservice, you know, should have had, you should have ordered the chicken.
1: You should have ordered the spaghetti. I don't know. And it's like the iceberg lettuce. That's 90% water.
0: (laughs) Right, And I'm not saying that's not healthy, but when you're just, then you have half a cup of ranch with it. And so it's like, well, I just think we need to be more educated perhaps, you know, and, and, and give ourselves grace. We don't know everything. We grew up with microwave food and, you know, all those things. But if we just started to educate ourselves a little bit more and make sure that you're listening to credible people, because on Instagram, you know, it's so easy to to look at someone's pretty graphic they made. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, wait a minute. Well, I don't even know who actually said that, you know, that's not true. Yeah. Well, one of the
1: things that I've noticed with, you know, social media too. And one of the reasons, like, you know, I looked at you and was like, okay, I like this because I don't really like following that many quote unquote fitness, you know, people on Instagram and TikTok and those types of things because I feel like they're so fake about things sometimes. And then it's like, also they're promoting very unhealthy ways of Mm -hmm. going about it. You know, like they're promoting disordered eating in a lot of these things, or, you know, they obviously have a BBL and they're telling everybody that it just came from workouts. (laughs) Right. Exactly.
0: That, I mean, and that's really scary for our, our, our kids growing up and I just assumed it was just girls, you know, just girls would suffer from that. But my son even said, you know, it's really hard to see all the the guys doing steroids and people think that's real and that is not achievable. And so without that, without what they're doing um, he's actually going to play football on scholarship next year. And So he's really takes care of his body, but it's like, so I've, he's, he's told me his struggles, just watching social media and being like, gosh, I can't be that. And then having, he finally realized that's fake. That is not real. And so, um, that is really important Or you see all these ads for put this wrap on and you're going to lose 20 pounds in three days and it's not water. You're like, then what is that's not. You're setting people up to feel awful about themselves, feel awful. And I just think that's sad because number one, I think it has to be your mindset. You have to feel good about yourself. Um, Personal development is my favorite thing. Every morning I get up at 4.30 or five. I flipped it back to 4.30, but I think I need to go back to five because I'm tired. (laughs) Um, Because I need some time by myself in the morning to to remember to be grateful. And then to remember that whatever my book I'm reading at the time, Um, I just remember you, we need to remember those things and to be kind to ourselves and kind to others. And I know it sounds like hokey, all the people say that, but I believe it whole wholeheartedly. If we're going to be good to ourselves and other people, we're just make a happier world, you know, (laughs)
1: that's so cliche,
0: but it's true.
1: Well, and I mean, it's sad that we kind of live in that era, but I think one of the biggest things that we can do especially as women is like being particular in the people and media that we're putting in front of us we have the option mm-hmm. to unfollow people on social media if they're not making you feel good about yourself every time you scroll past one of their posts you're like oh my gosh she looks so great i hate this about myself i hate that about myself you know i wish i looked like her or whatever it is you're finding yourself doing that every time you scroll past a particular person, like delete them, block them, exactly. to get them off your feed. You need to have people on there that make you feel good about yourself, make you want to be better. Um, and, you know, really are promoting that self-love because that self-hate, like we said earlier, is not really going to get you anywhere. <laughs> right. Exactly. I would agree with that completely. Yeah. So, um, I mean, what other final kind of tips, tricks, tools, whatever do you have for the other busy moms out there that are just trying to make this little bit of space for themselves and, you know, really make sure that they're taking care of themselves physically and mentally? I would say
0: that you need to schedule it into your day and I used to think that sounded so silly like I'm not going to write what time I'm working out that's that's silly but When I don't do that, and when I push it back further and further and further each day, I have a greater chance of not doing it. And so I think schedule yourself into your day because it really is true. If we don't take care of ourselves, we are not good for our families. We are not I don't want to be the mom who's snapping at my kids, because I'm frustrated that I didn't get a workout in. And I have to help my kids with x, y and z. It's like that was my fault in the first place. So I really like to um, plan out, especially with having, I mean, I I get the busyness. I have six kids, they're in sports. We live out of town. Yes, I do stay home with my kids, but I'm in the car, I would say four hours a day, um, driving kids back and forth because they're in preschool and um, all different levels and activities. So I, I look at my calendar at the beginning of the week and write it all out. And then I have another different time block And before each night, I time block my next day just because it's easier to go, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize if I don't work out at 9 a.m., then I'm not going to work out. And for me, that's just really important. And I don't want to say that you can't take a day off because you can. But if you let those things get in the way constantly, you're not going to take care of yourself. You're, you know, pre-plan your food the week
1: before and have that healthy food in the house for you pre-prepped. I feel like mostly it's just about making sure that you're making yourself a priority. You're prioritizing that time for yourself. You're prioritizing, you know, having those healthy options available to yourself. It's, you have to consciously make that effort and replace the bad habits that you have with good ones and do it slowly over time because you're not going to be able to do it all at once. Right. And
0: I think that, you know, it's just really big that people either say, I mean, I feel like people either are all in saying you have to, you have to take care of yourself first. And then they, but they, they mean it in a different way. They mean like go on vacation with your friends each month. And so then that gets a bad rap, you know, it's like, no, I don't want to be that type of mom. I want to be a hands-on mom. Well, they're not, you're not saying you have to go do those extravagant things. It's saying, take care of your, your physical and mental health at minimum, and then be there, be present for, if you, even if you don't have kids, I mean, I'm thinking most people listening to this will have kids, but, um, I don't see how you could be there for somebody if you're not there for yourself. And do you want your kids to grow up and have these same struggles or do you want to model behavior that you want them to see? And, you know, my kids have seen me struggle. They've seen me, I will, I will always have to start over. I will always, I continue to be like, here's my day one, because I do new programs. I try new things. I fall off track. I'm human. I am a human being. I'm going to fall off track. I'm going to have hard times. I'm going to have weeks of indulgence, but I'm not going to ever quit because I don't want my kids to ever quit. And, and, and quite frankly, I deserve it too. And I don't think, I think we need to be okay with saying that we deserve it too, because we, it's not selfish to say that. And we are made to believe that it's selfish to say, I'm worthy too. So if you don't think that what you're essentially saying is when your kids are 18 and move out of the house, you're worth nothing anymore. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. So we do need to make us a priority.
1: And when you do that, you're just good for everybody. Yeah, really. One of the biggest things I noticed was like the change in my physical health and the effort that I was putting into that had an immediate effect on my mental health. And that passes on to your kids too. If you're like, you know, not feeling that depression, that anxiety, all of those things, you can be a better mom to your kids too. You can be a better employee at work. You can You're going to be all around better if you can focus on that. Right. You can't tell me that
0: there's one area of your life that it's going to hurt by trying to be better, Um, just all over healthier, healthier means mind, soul, body, everything, you know, it doesn't just mean it's not that cliche. You need a six pack. Because a lot of people who do have six packs aren't even healthy. They're starving themselves. you know, mm-hmm. it's it's truly taking care of yourself. So you can feel good because you deserve to feel good. So that's just that's what I'm all about. I try to just help other people see that because I've struggled with it, and I feel like the best person to help somebody is somebody who's been through things. Um, it was hard for me to start talking about the the fact that i I noticed I didn't even say in here, like, alcohol and addiction. I can't even say those words together because it is hard, but I was definitely had an addiction or have one, you know, so I don't drink anymore. I had issues with bulimia in my twenties. And so, but you know what, when I spoke up and start sprinkling that into my story, you start hearing the me too's, you start having people being like, me too. And they don't feel so alone. And I know I saw that and it was like, gosh, then you start feeling connected to people and you don't feel so alone. Like, oh, I'm just this mom. And I really, really hate saying that, but you know, you are, you're like, okay, I, I other people get this and we deserve to be happy and healthy and we can support each other. And I don't need to feel the shame behind it. Um, because I was in a place that I needed to crawl out of. So I just want to, I don't know, somebody else may look at that and be like, you share too much, but I think some people share too little and they, they put out this picture, perfect life. And that's really hard. That was really hard for me to see. Cause I tried to be that and it's not obtainable. We're not perfect. Not real. So, no. And so, and then also, if you see some things and you're like, gosh, how do they do it? Go watch their stories. There's probably a backstory and you're like, gosh, when I watched their stories or when I saw more than one or two posts. You see the the side you see the ugly so
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if you don't and like you said it bothers you get them out
1: of there it's not yeah. helpful to you that is why on my social media i'm always sharing the good stuff but i'm also sharing all the bad stuff too because i want and I it love that. To right even and even if like we haven't been
0: through the exact same things i've listened i've watched and listen to part of your story and i can just feel like connected to you as a person like oh she's a person she's not mm-hmm. she's not just a social media bot who's posting some things because it's easy to, st- to forget these are people out here mm-hmm. and just to me it's been so good to feel connected to people again in a different way because i think i got kind of like i don't know cold or like you you're trying to face this world of perfection and just like masks and when you can break it down and feel connected to people it's such a blessing
1: yeah really so I love that you you know are real in you know where you've been and what you're going through now and the setbacks that you have but also the growth that you've seen too because like I said that's what attracted me to you too So for the people that want to reach out to you for more help, for that connection, for any of that stuff, where do we find you? What are some of the things you've got going on? Give us all the things. Okay.
0: So I have on Instagram, my name is Devany underscore Marie. It's kind of a tricky one. It's D-E-V-A-N-Y. I like to post a lot of stuff over there that's fitness related, um, recipes I really like. I like sharing my food just because people seem to have a harder time with that one, the nutritional aspect. Um, I would also say if there's anything anyone ever sees that they, they want, I need to be more proactive about putting this on there. I will share any recipe with anybody. It's not like, well, you have to join my group. If you want to know my recipe, I just, I feel like message me and I'll get you the recipe. Um, but I do have, I mean, with that said with, I do have groups, I have a Facebook group. I am a partner with, um, body, the company is now called body. And we have groups, um, online where we have our accountability for our fitness, for nutrition. There's a mindset portion now, which I find fabulous. Um, or even moms who, for me, I wasn't in a place where I necessarily needed the money i could always use it i will always i mean who doesn't need some money but i wasn't like struggling to the point where i couldn't think and blah 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 but i needed the community is what i found and so we have you know the community of women that are just and that's one thing i thought i would never ever need because like you said we don't like the group fitness but the online community you kind of weed out the people that you find your people you find so we have our community i don't think i even explained this well we have a community of fitness, wellness, it's all in one. Just go check out my page on Instagram or on Facebook. It's Devaney Collins, Stephanie Marie Collins. Um, and any and all questions. I'm an open book. Anybody can ask me anything. I've also, you know, I have my son who's, I have two kids who are affected with cleft lip and palate. So we're in and out of the hospitals all the time. And I've been able to help a lot of moms with that. And that's, that was, that's actually amazing. So kind of I totally forgot about that side but I share any of that and I just want to help I just want to help people I know that sounds silly but man it feels good you know to just be
1: nice (laughs) really To just care about other people feels good awesome well I love that about you and I'm so glad that you were able to come on and we could finally do this so thank you for for having me If you loved this episode, please let us know by submitting a review or sharing with the women in your life. We'll see you next time.